Belcher and welcome to Two Peas in a Podcast, a relationship advice podcast from two people who like each other very, very, very much. Aww. The first half of our show is Peas and Cues, where we bring you cues, questions from our peas people, and then <laughs> the Peapod Squad. The Peapod Squad. And then the second half, we bring you the split, where we take an article from the news. And talk about it. Torn from the headlines, as I've been Torn from the headlines. Ripped. 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 Who is tearing these headlines? I don't know, but here's a headline. I got a new microphone, and I sound so good. Are you having a good time over there? Hear those timbers? You hear that? (laughs) Timbers? That's a word. Uh, uh, uh. Makes me think of Jeffrey Timber. Wasn't he in Arrested Development? He was, and Transparent? Transparent? I think that's right. Didn't he win? Golden Globes? A Golden Globe for that? He did win a Golden Globe. He did a very good job. He did a fantastic job. Way to go, Amazon. Yep. You, you run my life, Amazon. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, so, Steph, how's your week been? How has our week been? Well, it's your birthday today. Yay! As of the recording date, it is my birthday. It is. And so we've had a great day today. And a lot of good friends, a lot of good times. And I'm very excited to be a new age this whole new year. 32. 32. There is... Nothing Ugh. significant about being 32. There's literally nothing. If people are like, what are you doing for your birthday? And I'm, I just tell them, I don't know. I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting older as we speak. I, I feel like birthdays are important and I want you to have a special day, but I couldn't think of anything significant, which made me feel like a bad wife, but not so bad. <laughs> like, well, I've never been to a 32-year-old's birthday party, heard of that. If any of my friends are 32, I don't know. I do feel, though, that we have a rich vein of comedy here that no one has ever done about how we celebrate my birthday, but I didn't do anything. And my mom gave birth. I know. She did a lot. And we should celebrate her. And you had a... Anyway, I'm not going to get too much into that, but your mom did a lot of work that day. (laughs) So, Nancy Belcher, thank you. Five stars. Absolutely. All around. How was your week, Delbert? So good. I'm ready to take things on. I'm ready to do good work. I'm ready to show everyone around me that 32 is the new 29? 27. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. 45. The new 40. 28.9 is the new 40. A good age. (laughs) We have a question. I do have a question. We do have a question. So let's let's, uh, cut the nonsense here and... So we have a question from one of our wonderful pod squatters out there on the Facebook. When Dal took the liberty of making sure that every time someone submits a question or a topic that we use a random name generator, he also took the liberty to make sure that he doesn't use the same random name gender generator. So today, the random generator is from the website... FakeNameGenerator.com. Again, they do not sponsor the show, but if anyone out there, uh, if you run a name, FakeNameGenerator.com, it's a different name. It's a different website. The thing about this. This one's a little creepy. This one spooked me out. I went through fantasy names. So like elves and stuff. Fantasy names? I went through holiday ordinary. Yeah. Like like Punch Manchester or something like that. That terrible fantasy (laughs) name. Chuck Uh, Norris's fantasy name. Chuck Norris's fantasy name. There are 
uh, like sports ball players, fantasy name okay, okay. generators, all kinds of generators. This one doesn't just do a name. It does a whole entire identity. Yeah, it generates a fake identity for you. And I'm reading the names and the addresses, and they sound really legit. Yeah. I, I just, think this is an identity theft website. So really, we're listing it out in case any of our friends it, in blue want to take a look at it. It has their geo-coordinates. It. it has four numbers short of a social security. So anyway... By the way, okay, so our question from this fake person is... The, our, uh, our person, the question is real, the person is fake. It is Marion Johnson from Wheeling, Illinois, asks us about relationships. What are the boundaries on bathrooms in a relationship? So this is the P question. This is literally... Or no, number two. Literally the P question. And she wants to know... In a relationship, what should the bathroom boundaries be? Yeah. So I know that in some relationships, the bathroom boundaries are very strict. You know, like, you don't come in here. You don't look at what I'm doing. You don't do nothing. And for some people, it's super open. Yeah. For some people, people do whatever, whenever, right? So depending on how you're feeling or, you know, what time of day it is or what needs to get moving... Doors are open. Stuff's going loud and proud. (laughs) Loud and proud indeed. And so I'm thinking like some people, it is like a personal privacy thing. Some people, it's just bad timing. So what is the boundary? Like, should there be boundaries? How do you go about setting that up? I think what people are interested in when I hear people that have boundaries, the argument that I hear people articulating is that, I want boundaries because I want to be able to maintain an element of secrecy, sexiness. Oh, sexy. Okay. Okay. And I think there's concern that once you have seen someone empty everything they have, (laughs) the attraction (laughs) might die a little bit because Mm -hmm. you've now seen someone that you want to be attracted to do do something smelly. Do the master in the not fun way. Exactly. So I think that is the concern. I feel like that could be fair for some people if you're really concerned about that. I think it could be. But what do you think? I don't know. What are when we got together? Did you? What were your from coming from from your situation, family, other relationships? Did you come into our relationship with like, yeah, we're gonna do open door all the time? Or funny thing. So I grew up most of my life. Sorry, overshare, but I've had irritable bowel syndrome most of my life, and so Mm. do a lot of people in my family. So in my family, we don't have open doors. Like, my parents weren't opening doors for us in that way, and like we weren't watching them go to the bathroom. I'm trying (laughs) to find the right words Stephanie's going. Everybody gather around. But if someone had to go to the bathroom, we'd be like, oh, gotta go take a poop. It was just something that happened, because (laughs) when you... When you have irritable bowel syndrome, the reality of your life is that you could have to go to the bathroom at any moment, and so you can't really be shy about your needs, because if you are, then the consequences are a hot mess. It, literally the hottest, messiest mess I've ever seen. And I, and from being your husband and from being in a relationship with you and therefore being in a relationship with your entire family as far as in-laws are concerned... It's true that you have to be open about this, I think, because it's like, I have to go now? And if I, if you don't let me go where I need to go, 
it will be your situation as well as my situation. <laughs> We're going to be in this together. <laughs> Buckle up! <laughs> so, okay. So that's kind of at a necessity. You sort of have this openness. Yeah, of your I do. And taking that into a relationship, um, I think I'm the oldest of five kids. Okay. So I think that we had, for a big portion of my life, we did have one bathroom. And so oh, wow. it wasn't that... Um, it wasn't that we were just like storming in on each other, but it was like you got to get in and get out. Um, and I also, you know, younger siblings, you're changing diapers, you're kind of around uh, yeah, for a better word, that, the, that's poop, different. the poopy, um, <laughs> for a good portion of your life. And so I think I was just kind of used to it. I, that makes sense to me. If you're the oldest, you have literally cleaned up all of your siblings before, so being shy about their bowel mu- movements probably isn't really a thing. Yeah, but that's different when. You get into a relationship with someone that you are attracted yeah, to, and you're like, different. "This is a sexy girl, and she's super great, and she is just going to town on that toilet." <laughs> and uh, is she sexy? I mean, yeah, you're beautiful, baby. You you are beautiful. You're outside. Have I beautiful. lost my appeal? <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I wanted to bring up, this question made me think of the first few months that we were dating. Mm-hmm. So in the first three months that we were dating, I came over to your apartment Mm -hmm. and we were hanging out, which, you know, the first few months you're dating means we're going to start making out. Mm, I'm going to touch your leg with my hand (laughs) over your jeans. (laughs) So we were dating, just started dating, and... A terrible thing happened where I was afflicted <laughs> with food poisoning. Oh, to, I remember this. It's not good at all, babe. To a terrible level. Oh. But I was at Dell's apartment. And what I remember was thinking we were going to make out and have a fun time. But instead, <laughs> you get that rumble in your stomach. And like you feel like you're going to throw up. And then all I remember doing is running to the bathroom mm-hmm. and getting so sick. Mm-hmm. And it was not attractive I don't think, Babe, I could not imagine you that being are, attractive. Here, let me say this. You are attractive. What came out was not attractive. <laughs> but what is inside of your heart is attractive. Platinum. Luckily, what goes into your heart stays out of that whole lower intestine situation. <laughs> I love what stays up in your heart. It's very good. I love you. So I, what I remember from that day is having to run to the bathroom and... I remember vomiting, thinking... I didn't know you vomited! Yeah. I thought it was the other end. No, it was... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, he's changing. I didn't know that was happening! Well, from Del's perspective, I ran to the bathroom, closed the door, and then you just hear, like, the sound of something hitting water, so... I I think when I vomit, I don't retch loudly, although I have never really recorded it, but... So, I'm in the bathroom, and... It was powerful. I remember thinking, well, I guess we're not making out now. <laughs> and then I remember feeling... You're just trying to get out of it, weren't you? Ladies, next time. Oh. <laughs> Have you tried food poisoning? It's so great. I'll never touch you again. <laughs> uh, okay, so yes, it was very loud. And then, so I'm in between, you know, reactions of stuff exiting my body. And I remember thinking... This could be a make or break moment. Mm -hmm. He could be listening to this thinking, nope, done, too soon, disgusting, gross. And I remember thinking like this could be it. 
But instead, in between heaves of something. Lurches. Lurches. Yelp. I can only think of yelching. Yelching? Is that the same? Okay. Too many words. Okay. So then. In between moments of getting sick, I remember you hearing through the door, or not hearing, I remember you saying through the door, I still think you're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do. I do. And and in that moment, maybe it was that oldest of five where I was, I just thought to myself, oh no, I hope she's okay. And yes, this is super nasty. Nasty. But I hope you're okay. Oh, I hope you're okay. Sweet? Now, as far as where people's boundaries should yeah. go, personally, I like I said, we have some friends that are very much like, nope, you will never see me go to the bathroom ever, 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 ever. Um, I know for some, it's just super open, like you're sitting on each other's laps, real gross. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Just keep it to yourself. I don't think any of our friends have told us that. No shame. It's okay. You do, you man. We're not shaming you, but that's disgusting. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Delbert? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> but I do think with boundaries, you need to talk about it, and you need to be respectful. Like if, I think if, so. If you think me taking a donkus as loud as possible with the door open is gross, you should say, Del, that's gross. And we do something about it. I close the door. Or we do something. I just think that it should be a together decided situation and then you can kind of defer to the person with the weakest stomach i guess (laughs) because one of you is going to be super more gross than the other that's for sure yeah and maybe it could be a fun joke to gross the other person out sometimes but i think all in all it's good to be respectful well i think for us we have a fairly open policy because of my history and so i've always had to be open and honest so that's what we've developed into but that doesn't mean that we're like that all the time like there are definitely some times where i just close the door and want to be alone yeah like that's I, more of alone time that is kind of alone time bring up my little ipad read some books oh reading a book in the bathroom is like the best i know it's like so much solace in there it is solace it's a sanctuary. Your bathroom is your sanctuary. And people so. should respect your sanctuary. So there's that. But I think the one rule that I like having is Febreze in every bathroom. Mm-hmm. For the love of Pete. Like, sometimes if you're dropping a stink bomb, just spray the air. It's you, common decency. You do you in the relationship stuff, but I don't want to take it with me. You just keep it there. <laughs> Everything. You're beautiful. Keep your beauty. The things you create where they belong yep. i'm cool and i think you can just do whatever you want after that thanks babe you're welcome Aww. so i think that uh, wraps up our question for the p and q thank you thank you whatever your name was uh probably somebody on the run marion johansson from wheeling illinois i really appreciate it if you would like to get your question into the p podcast uh, here at Two Peas in a Podcast show. Go to uh, contactppodcast at gmail.com. You can submit your email there or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and you can search that at ppodcast. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the bathroom situation and where you stand. Yay or nay, open or closed policy. Let us know. Let us know. We want to know. We're in. We need to know. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. All right, babe. What's next? The split. The split. Where we take an article in the news, torn from the headlines, and talk about it. Okay, so Steph, hit me. What do you got? So I found an article that has a new concept on it, and when I read it, I LOL'd. 
You lolled. I lolled. Did you loll? Did you rolf? I did. I went. Ha. Did you lolm? L a m f o. I did. A L- I don't know. Is that a thing? L m f a o. Did you? Did you teary face smiley emoji? It wasn't that hard. It was like a three out of ten. It was funny. <laughs> Is this like two or three teary smiley faces crying laughing? Oh, I don't even. It's like a lull. Like a lull. Oh, just a regular. It's a lull. It's like a lull from your grandma. Yes. Okay, I got it. So. Two concepts we're going to talk about. One of them is historic, and it has been existing within discourse for a year or two. Okay. The second is a new concept, which I love. Oh, well, I don't, wow. I love that someone came up with this term. The concept itself, maybe not love so much. Okay. First concept. First concept. Ghosting. Ghosting. Okay. I, I think I've heard that. What does that, does that mean like a Casper situation where like you're dead and you haunt your ex-lover forever? <laughs> You stay in the walls. You watch them grow with their partner and their children. You come back with them to dance one last time. You're kind of yeah. You kind of work as a guardian. I think I'll keep you. <laughs> you were like that creepy doll in the. I love you, Stephanie. Is that so? That's that's where we're at, right? Ghosting. Devin Sawa, I miss you. Uh, so <laughs> the concept of ghosting. <laughs> Okay, ghosting. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not a Casper situation. Okay, not a friendly ghost. Not a guardian angel. It's actually the opposite of a friendly ghost. So ghosting oh. is when you're in a relationship with someone. I don't know how deep the relationship has to be. I think it can range anywhere from a few dates to like years, mm-hmm. and then you just one day cut off communication with them and become a ghost. Vanish. Never talking to them again. You you leave this earthly plane. You take yourself to the under the uh, upside down, and you're just gone. You are right in Christmas lights in the walls. Like, I think it's more like you go to Verizon and you're like, "Can you change my number so I don't have to break up with my ex in person?" Wow. Okay, that's that's serious. That's pretty uh, common these days, huh? Well, I don't know how common that is. When I first saw something relating to ghosting, I think it was from the New York Times or the Washington Post. It was from one of those. And I remember a picture of Sean Penn and Sh- Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about the relationship, but the word on the street was that Charlize Theron dated Sean Penn for a while and then just ghosted him, stopped talking to him, walked out, never talked to him again. How do you ghost someone when you are that like famous and in the spotlight? Because oh, I know you're yeah. around. It's not like, hey, I see you in this movie. Why aren't you talking to me? Well, first you go to Verizon. <laughs> it always starts with Verizon. <laughs> and then you say. They'll never sponsor us. You need to switch Ugh. these digits. Can you just flip them around a little bit? One, you Can know. you make the one, a two, and the two, a three? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right? Okay, okay. So that's ghosting. That's the other concept. But there's a new concept, which is even better. Ooh, is this what all the kids are doing with the Snapchat? Actually, that's a part of it. Really? Yes. I don't know if Snapchat brought it on, but there maybe there could be a filter for because this. Because there is a ghost on Snapchat. That's, yeah, that's a good logo. point. Oh, make cute. a connection. Look at that. A's to B's and okay, C's. I'm going to try to make it through without giggling. Okay. So this concept is called zombie or zombieing. Zombieing? Zom- so okay. this is where you have someone that you care about. So you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and then... You get zombied if someone disappears. Like a ghost. So kind of like the ghosting, only to have them bring the relationship back from the dead with a text or something else. Ooh. (laughs) I just think that's so clever. Remember me? I vanished from your life. (laughs) On the article, there were these, it was this great screenshot where it was this, 
I don't know. I think it's a girl texting a guy. And the girl was like, hey, do you want to go to a movie? And then there was nothing. And then two months later, she was like, okay, what about how are you? And like no response. And then six months later, there's a text from him that's like, hey, you want to grab lunch? (laughs) New number. Who dis? Right? Like that. (laughs) I just like that he's back from the dead. I think that's so funny. Black, it's Jeremy. Back from the dead. You got zombied. What? You got zombied. Clara, this is Jeremy. I'm back in town. And Jeremy would do that. Jeremy, what is your deal? Don't zombie people. Have the politeness to at least ghost them and be gone forever. So the article is talking about and be gone forever. So the article is talking about how with so many technological advances, communication can be more casual. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. And so because there can be so much more casual communication, it's a lot easier to zombie people. Well, and I I get that, and I think, too, is in social media, which I think would play a part of this that you mentioned, is that you have the ability to totally block people, is so that you can just go to a person and say, they can't see me, they can't find me, yeah. they can't do anything, and you can lock someone out of you ever existing digitally, and maybe that works really well if you're in like a bigger city or area, but I guess, th- I think that would get kind of tricky in like a smaller situation, maybe? I do research for a living, and all I really think is, you think you can block me. <laughs> I have Googled the depths of Google, <laughs> and I will find you. Do you know how many O's in the Google I've got? I've gone 300 pages deep to find you. Whoa! Not really. More I, like 20. You, that's a persistent zombie for sure. So I take it you've never ghosted someone? I don't think so. Never if zombied I did, someone? If I did, it was on accident. Which is the worst kind of zombie. One of those accidental zombies. You just forgot to text them back. Oh, okay. That's actually something I would do. That happens to me. I will look at a text and someone's like, hey, did you get my message? And then I'll like, look, I wrote it, but I didn't press enter. I don't, it happens a lot. And maybe that's part of the ghost is that a ghost has taken over my phone and is controlling it um, ethereally (laughs) from the other side. Devin Sawa. I know it. Devin Sawa. It's going to get you. Well, for Jeremy out there, call Claire back. She's she's waiting for you. She may not respond because you have left her hanging dry. Didn't show for that movie six months ago. Yeah. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So that's zombieing, huh? That's zombieing. That's ghosting. That's great. I love it. Fantastic. Learn something new. Don't ghost me, babe. I won't. All right. I love It'd you. It'd be too hard. It'd be too hard. I'm everywhere. And I love you so much. I love you too. Aww. Aww. Well, I think that's all we've got that's it. for the uh, Two Peas in a Podcast today. Remember, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, hit us up at Podcast on Twitter or Facebook. Make sure you email any of your questions or comments to contact peapodcast at gmail.com. Get us on uh, iTunes. Like it. Review it. Share it. Tell your friends. We'd love to spread the word about the P-Podcast and all of you folks out there who are being so awesome. We really appreciate it. Um, any other final thoughts, stuff? Our hope after you listen to our podcast for a while is that you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much. Aww.